Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome into another edition of the Believe the Phoenix Suns podcast. I am your host, Earl Burnett, and the co-host of this show, y'all know, is the one and only, the big man from the 2001 NBA Draft, 15th overall pick, the man, Stephen Hunter. What's going on, bro? Yo, yo, good to see you, Earl. Glad <laughs> right. to be back here. Yeah, Glad man. We just doing it, man. I mean, one show already went down in the books, and man, we already got over two hundred something views just off one show. So here we go. Let's keep this yeah. thing rolling, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. God is good. Let's keep it rolling. Absolutely, absolutely. And yeah, yeah, it's been a really rough week, man. So how's the week been? I know it's been really a mentally tough week for everybody. And uh, man, it's been rough, man. We we lost uh, John Thompson this morning. What? Yeah, yeah. John Thompson passed away this morning. Um, oh, you know, I got the alert man. right as I woke up. And I, Black Panther just passed away. I'm getting all the news. At, dude, I got the news about Black Panther on air last, uh, the night I, on, on air when I was doing the shows. One of my guys told me on air. And then you just now dropped something else on air right now. I did not know Thompson was passed away. Wow. My uh, goodness. This, this has been one heck of a year, man. I mean, I mean. Starting with Kobe, then, and then it goes to the pandemic come, then all these, I mean, deaths and man, it's just crazy, man. So, wow, John Thompson, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, man, it's, this this twenty twenty isn't isn't being nice to any of us. Man. Yeah. It's crazy. Man. We got to we got to get through it though somehow, man. So, what 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 do you think about what the NBA players did on that front, as far as you know the boycott and I mean, I know change doesn't come like automatically and not <clears> quick, but. Being a former NBA player, how do you how do you feel that they handled that? Is, is there anything you would have liked to see them do any different, and on this front, or is everything was like right on point? Well, uh, you know, I absolutely stand with the players. Oh, absolutely. Um, the the only thing that I would say is that if we're gonna do something, let's make sure we all do it together. Right. Um, I don't think we should blindside anybody. Um, I also do believe that the NBA uh, league. Uh, and its owners has been trying to do everything the players ask of them. And right. I think we've been one of the um, only leagues to give our players the platform to say what they want to say, to right. dress how they want to dress, to do what they need to do um, in in this in this fight that we have uh, for for equal rights. Correct. All right. So um, the only problem I had with it, I just was like, you know, I think the league is a great ally of ours Correct. and that like we would be stronger if we were to communicate with the league, do it all collectively, do it together, boy, boycott together behind the scenes, let them know what they plan on doing and then do it, Right. you know, uh, as a, as a, as a protest. Right. Um, so, you know, with these young guys today, man, is, 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 you know, I love their, uh, enthusiasm. I love their passion. I love their fight for for change. That is all positive, positive, positive. 
we just need to make sure that we all have a plan first and foremost, exactly. and we need to to make sure that we are working together and right. not against each other. You know, we can't have this group over here doing this, this group doing that, this group doing this. We have to all be on one accord, you know, working together, trying to make a difference. Yeah, I agree with that. That's that's actually cool, too. I mean, yeah, it's going to take a lot of work, and it's going to take a lot of commitment, too. I mean, and, and this where we are right now, I mean, we this thing was put this way 400 years in, in the making. It's not going to just yeah. get changed overnight, and we know that. And the type right. of change that we need is getting into the into the politics side of things, getting some rules changed in our system yeah. and things like that. And that's stuff that's going to take yeah. a little bit more time. But I do love what they did and getting getting the message out. And what what this pandemic has done is got people to sit down and be still for a minute. And now you can get their attention. And so these players have done a good job at doing that, at, at, at keeping it alive and not letting it die. The the, the message. And I think this this yeah. this, this uh, Jacob Blake shooting, which is senseless, ended up ended up being a recharge from the George Floyd yeah. because, because it started kind of dying a little bit, and it, you know, so now it looked like it was all back to entertainment. But these players are like, no, 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 let's keep this thing alive. But I'm so glad. But there is some change, though. I mean, it's not going to be an overnight change to get everything done right away. But the change that has happened yeah. right now, I love it because. Like I said, we're no longer silent. They're no longer silent. Not just athletes on a, on a football field or a, or a basketball court or a baseball diamond. They have a voice now, and it's like that's going to forever be there. Now I think that's opening up where it's going to always be around. So sports has changed. Sports is changing, man, and that's a good thing. So I'm hoping that they can, like you said, stay together, man, and don't nobody jump ship because it's going to take a long ride to get where we're trying to go. Yeah, 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 yeah. and you know. The world just has to be prepared, man. You know, I I, I know we're we're gonna talk about this, you know, uh, longer than we probably should today. But <laughs> exactly, I, I just I just have some things to say, man. Was, just, hey, it's your show, man. Do what you say, what you gotta yeah. say, man. <laughs> yeah, we 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 have to first and foremost uh, get our expectations in check. Okay. 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 Uh, I think as a people, we can change the system. We can change laws. We can change, uh, you know, who we put in office. Mm -hmm. We can change who we hire as police officers. We can change training, all of that. But we can't change human beings' brains. That's correct. Okay? Yep. We can't go into someone's heart and change their heart. That's right. Okay? So, like, when I hear some of, some of the players saying, like, you know, we're we're fighting because we never want this to happen again. Guess what? <laughs> it is gonna happen. Absolutely, again. it's gonna happen next year. Yep. There's gonna be another George Floyd. Yep. There's gonna be a, uh, 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 another Jacob. Yep. There's always gonna be bad cops right. that slip through the system and end up make, having wrong judgment, racist judgment, everything. What happened? Just be prepared. To accept that, right? And let's make sure we have our system in place where these people are prosecuted, and we're not going on this emotional roller coaster Absolutely. by one individual in Kenosha or one individual in Minnesota. Because right. I'm telling everybody right here and now, these things will continue to happen. The only thing that we can control is how we prosecute these people and who we. Uh, try to put in office. Man, that's, that's all I want to say. That's perfectly said, man. And that's kind of 
right on. That's kind of uh, cool because on my notes I have for this show, that's the one thing I wrote down in big letters. You can't change a man's heart. You, you can't can. change a man's heart. And that is you so can. key to this whole thing. You cannot because it's going to always have the the evil heart's going to always be on this earth, period. Yeah. And, yeah. And, 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 and let me let me ask you this, though. Well, not ask you, but I'll just tell you this, like, how can we, we can't, like you said, we can't change a man's heart. So the change you're talking about is what you're talking about. But when you talk about overall change and changing where the next generation, because we're going to be, this is planting a seed for the next generation to come. Because it's not for us right now. We're not, we might not see this change that we want right now. It's probably going to be for the next generation. But I, right. I, I'm thinking about parents and the little children that they have these little kids at home that's where it's going to start at it's going to start by these parents teaching their kids to not hate because you can go back and you can look at every racist person today and it's always the older generation and if, they, if it's a younger generation they've been taught by the older generation so Absolutely. yeah so it's going to be one of those things where we got to start teaching our kids you know, when you see another yeah. person of color come on the playground, don't 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 get up and walk away. Try to get to know that right. person. You know, and it's, it's, right. it's just got that has to change, and that's where we can't change people's hearts because Mister Mister White Power is going to always be out there and want to teach his kids the opposite. So it's going to always be there. So I, I agree with that. Yeah. You can't change a man's heart. Only God can do that. That's right. And and one of the best things about this movement is that <clears throat> you can't run from it. Oh I mean, yeah, you, that's you, true. You turn, Everywhere you turn, it's in your face. You try to sports, they're talking about it on sports. Right. You try to watch the NBA, they got Black Lives Matter on the sports. <laughs> you got players into it from all sports, right. from hockey to soccer, you know, everybody. So you can't hide from it. So this has been the 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 uh, the the greatest awareness that we've had it with in terms of race re, um, race related issues in this country right. i would say since the 1960s right. you know this is this is this is truly a, a civil rights movement that we're going through and um again i just think of a lot of uh people of non-color just you know before things happened you know before george floyd just didn't understand you right. know they they look at oprah renfrey and lebron james and michael jordan and be like oh wow racism is over black people <laughs> are doing great right and right. oh man that's that's not the that's not really the case right you know what i'm saying that's not really the case you know their 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 economic status um you know causes you know them to have a few more perks than the rest of the black population but you know the same is the same for the 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 general population of blacks that you know there is some 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 social and economic you know injustices and, and, and inequalities yes. uh that 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 our our people go through on a daily basis that right. need to be addressed and that are being addressed right now and i think this is the best time uh than ever for right. black businesses for black creators, for black leaders to step up because you have everybody's eyes and ears yep. right now. And, yep. and for the for the for the for the people I've encountered, the 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 white people I've encountered, it's, it's been mostly positive. Hey, oh, what 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 can I do to change? What what can we do to help? It's been a, a whole you know plethora of just positivity amongst a lot of people trying to just you know get this thing right so that you know we won't have to go through this again. Yeah, you're right. It has been a lot of change with the, with the white community as well. Cause yeah. in the beginning when the George Floyd thing went down, I, 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 I kind of sense being outside amongst everybody, a tension between the, 
whites and you know the white people and black it's like a tension almost but now that this second thing is happening it's like they like okay i get this thing some people are like white people are like i get this this is just out of control and so mm-hmm. they, they, they feel you. They kind of and, and you can sense it in their smile at you, or they, they might wink at you or say hello a different way now. And it's like, you know, hey, that's a good start, man. That's a hell of a good start. But yep. we got a long ass way to go, that's for sure. But uh, yep. this is definitely yep. a good planet of a seed, though. That's for sure for the next generation to come. Absolutely. But, Absolutely. Uh, anything else, man? You want to go on that front before we get into anything else? Because I mean, man, the John Thompson thing's just hitting me kind of hard. I'm like, wow, that is just yeah, man. You would think I would yeah. get a, a, a notification or something on my phone or something. I didn't get nothing. I know, man. This oh, is this wow. has been a rough year, man. Yeah. This has been a rough year. And listen, I, I told you I had a doctor's appointment this mo- this morning. I'm only 38 years old, and I went and got a full body checkup today. I even scheduled myself for a colonoscopy, I believe it's called, right. to get my colon checks. Absolutely. Ten years ahead of schedule because you they tell me that you you know you shouldn't do it until you're 50, but I want to do it now right. just to be on top of things. Yeah. So I just think, man, I'm just. I think everybody's just being more aware and just know that we're not promised tomorrow. So if you're going Absolutely. to try to do something, do Absolutely. it today because we're not promised tomorrow. And that's, uh, so, yeah, that's, so that's, that's where I'm at. I'm trying to just finish this year off with, in great health, uh, completing all of my goals, helping as many people as I can, and being a good father, being a good citizen, man. man because at awesome. the end of the day. That's all you have. That's all you have. That's awesome, man. And and that's good awareness. We need to start pushing that message out to a lot of these young black men, too, because we we, we wait. We wait and we wait and we wait and we wait. The next thing you know, it's too late. And, you know, too late. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That's just how I don't know why the nature of of most of older black men or younger black men is doing is my father died that way of of cancer, cancer. of, of lung cancer. But okay. he just sat there waiting, 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 and he knew he had something, knew something was wrong, and, yeah. and it just waited till it was already in stage four. And it's like, what are we waiting on? Get up, get get up, and find out a way if you can have somewhere to have that thing stopped. And he could have caught it a long, long time ago. And and yeah, you're right, man. We got to get up and start, you know, going to get checked out, man, because you just you ain't promised mm-hmm. tomorrow, man. And these yeah, things, these yeah. things happen to give us that type of message too. Some people get that message out of these type of things that happen. We get to see. Hey man, we ain't promised tomorrow, so maybe I gotta go do something. I gotta start being better at you know my even from diet to everything else. I mean, we've been reckless, man. This pandemic yep. has slowed us down to a point where we can see America. We have been reckless. We have been spoiled. We have been fat, mm-hmm. and now we're sitting in a situation now we have to change some things, man. And uh, I'm I'm down with that. That's for sure. Yeah, we 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 you know people just gotta learn to to face their problems instead of trying to avoid them right you know right um i think that when they when when they face a problem it becomes real and right. that could be financial uh yep. that could be you know health wise right that can be whatever it is whatever problem in your life you you uh, most people want to just dream that it's over and act like it's not really a problem when it is right and little do they know that when when they face it, they get it taken care of. It may be scary. It may be real for a second. But listen, you're going to feel a lot better at Absolutely. the end of the day. Absolutely. You're going to be able to sleep a lot better when right. you know that you're 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 staying on top of it and, and you're being proactive right. in the betterment of your health and your finances and, and everything in life that you're lacking. 
Man, that's a good that's a good message, man. That's good. Hey, how yeah. how, how much how much of did you catch of uh Cliff Robinson's career or did you run into him at all on the NBA court or you know, just as he was leaving out, pretty sure he was like at the end of his career by the time you came in. But have you did you have any run ins with Cliff at all? Man, I just I just spoke with Cliff and to to, to ask to, to <clears throat> you know, Cliff Cliff lived in uh Chandler. Really? And um yeah, yeah, I called him at a son's game. And, you know, I, I, I spoke to him. He had his sons with him. He was about to put his sons on my club team. Oh, we spoke man. on the phone many times. Wow. And uh, he sounded healthy, man. He sounded happy. But, you know, you never know what people are really going through so uh, in their personal life because he never said anything about it. And I've spoke to him on multiple occasions. Wow. And, uh, you know, played against Cliff a lot during my career. I mean, he played for 20 years. He didn't retire. Right, right. <laughs> exactly. So, so he was definitely Uncle Cliff when I played against him. Right. But right. um Man, this is yeah, dif- this is different for you. I mean, this is kind of this is new news too. This I didn't know he was that close to you. I mean, right here in Chandler. That wow, that's that's new news. That's gotta yeah, that's that's gotta right. that's gotta shake you up a little bit, man. And that's wow. Yeah, but he he was he was he was the he was man, he was pretty good on that court though, man. And so is his boy still with you in the camp and stuff, or is he is that still going on? Or no, he never got a chance to sign him up. It was, oh, it was always, you know, oh, he was man. about to, he was he was going to, or we'll be at the next tournament, and right? That's not the other, right. And then, right? You know, he just never got a chance to, man. And now that I think about it in hindsight, man, you know, maybe he was just trying to spend as much time with them as possible, right? You know, maybe right. he didn't want to see them away from home. I don't know what it what it was, but uh. No, I I never knew he never let anybody know he was he was going through what he was going through, right. uh, you know, health wise. So okay. you know, rest in peace to Cliff, man. We're gonna we're gonna miss him. You yeah, know, absolutely. Very sorely miss. Him. Absolutely. And yeah. like you said, this is a different type of show with, with what's going on in our world today, and uh, and it's kind of it's not that easy just to transition into. Oh, let's talk about this now. <laughs> you know, sports now, but. But yeah, uh, give me your thoughts real quick before we get into Suns talk about these NBA playoffs in this bubble without the fans and without the without the uh, pressures of of switching home court to rope being on the road. How much of a factor is that playing in these playoffs? I think it's a huge factor. Um, you know, a lot of these teams like the Boston Celtics. Mm-hmm. Uh, have a real shot at winning an NBA championship exactly. uh, this year because of because of the non pressure because they're playing loose they're playing free they're young and they're they're energetic they don't have to worry about momentum they don't have to play, worry about playing on a road right. where road crowds you know really tend to rattle Absolutely. some young players yeah. so now this is this bubble has really leveled the playing field out. And a lot of the young teams who wasn't expected to compete for a title are now indeed in the title race. So right. that makes it, uh, yeah, that makes things interesting. It sure does. And uh, I mean, I don't want to go through each one of these series because we only got so much time. But I wanted to definitely recap this Denver and Utah series, man. I mean, yeah. you got you got to appreciate what uh, Jamal Murray and Donovan Mitchell are doing right now. This is like, yeah. it, it kind of reminds me. I don't know if you remember. I know, of course, you remember this, but reminisce of the two thousand one Iverson and Carter duel when they went yeah. in the playoffs doing that thing. And, and, and this looks exactly, or maybe better than that. <laughs> but yes. but man, yes. when you look at uh, in that series with Iverson and Carter, they had like what three fifty point games. Iverson had two, Carter had one. 
in this mm-hmm. series, both these guys got two 50-point games. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, dang. And, and the percentages are about the same. Like, Iverson was shooting, he was uh, averaging about 33, and Carter was 30. And then Donovan's yeah. 37, and Murray's 32 or somewhere around. So it's like all the same. Yeah. The difference to me is, it, why is it not as hype as that Carter and Iverson? Is because the crowd and the pressure and all that stuff doesn't look the right. same. But right. they don't look the same, man. It's, it's, it's really a glorified pickup game they're playing. Exactly. You know exactly. What I mean? and, exactly. You know, guys are doing things and, and, you know, playing in a way that you wouldn't normally see them play. You right. Know what I mean? Because, right. Of, you know, what makes the NBA great is the atmosphere and the, the pressure that comes along with playing in front of 20, 25,000 people. <laughs> right. You know, right. you don't, you don't, <laughs> you don't do that every day. So, exactly. Um, you know, hey, still credit to these guys. We're still seeing their talent. Uh, I think the NBA is in great hands, man, with our young talent. With you know Luca and, right. and Mitchell and, and and Murray and all these guys, you know, playing playing super well right now. Really, really getting accustomed to today's game. So, man, just sit back and enjoy the show. This is going to be really interesting. I do have Boston uh, coming out of the East. Oh really? Uh, I got I, I, yeah, I got I got yeah. Miami coming out of the East. Okay. <laughs> I don't know okay. why. It's like you like you said, it's gonna be anybody, but I think Miami's defense is playing right now. Both Boston and Miami will be in the Eastern Conference final. I just don't think that Milwaukee has enough no. uh, enough uh heart Mm-mm. around Giannis. Because everybody right. else, everybody else kind of loses their edge when when it gets tough and when things squeeze and it gets tight in a game, the guys don't step up and hit shots. But Miami, yep. my boy, Miami's got some players. I mean, I love that Tyler Hero. That kid yep. is amazing, and Dragic mm-hmm. is playing out of his mind right now. So that's going to be a good matchup, Miami and Boston, if they get to the Eastern Conference Finals. But we already yep. know that we already know the West is pretty much sewed up as far as those two LA teams going to be there. I don't see anybody else beating those two LA teams. Right, right. But, it's it's going to be interesting. Yeah, it sure is. Sure is. Yeah. But uh, okay, so uh, let's move on here. We got to get into our sons talk. They say we got a segment we li- I like to call uh, news under the sun. They say there's no nothing new under the sun, but we got news under the suns. So that's why we call our our, our segment when we start our sons talk. So here we go. All right. So the Suns right now are in a pretty pretty good position, man, when it comes down to salary cap. I was kind of looking over the salary cap a little bit and didn't realize that they were the seventh team in the league that has the most cap space coming up next year. Now, of course... COVID-19 is going to probably have some tweaks on the on the salary cap, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but, definitely. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure what that's going to look like, but as of right now, they're roughly sitting around probably roughly at 30, 30 mil on, you know, in, in cap space going into next season. And so you're looking at nine players right now that are under contract. Uh, of course, that being – uh, Rubio, uh, Cameron Payne, Ty, Ty Jerome, Jalen LeCue, D-Book, DeAndre Ayton, Bridges, Cameron uh, Johnson, and then, of course, Kelly Oubre. But there's no mention. I mean, the rest of these guys that are on this list, what do you think we should do? Okay, we got Kaminsky's at a, on a team option for $5 million. Do you think they'll pick that up? 
Um, actually, yes, yes, I okay. do think they'll pick that up. Okay. You know, the Suns had some good success there in the in the in, in the bubble, and I think, you know, historically, <laughs> as a Suns player, <laughs> I'm a little biased. Uh oh. But we 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 tend not to uh, resign players uh, <laughs> that that continue to have a you know great previous season uh but i'm hoping things are are gonna change right so I'm, I'm hoping that we bring uh frank the tank back and bring the core group of guys back you are uh, right on that the, we had the nail on the <laughs> hammer i mean the hammer on the nail when i was exactly what i'm talking about because i'm looking at their situation and you are right they could easily do the exact same thing they've always done I mean, yep. the moves that are sitting here can take you steps forward or a lot of steps backwards. A lot of steps backwards, and man. man I'm hoping. I, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I think we're close. I, we, You know what? We have to put together uh, consistently a good season. We can't have those lows where we lose eight, nine games in a row and lose our confidence, then bounce back. Right. You know, we have to continue this feeling of playing loose, playing free, being ourselves, having a culture, having an identity similar to what we how we played in the bubble, we have to put that together starting in game one next season. And I would like to see the the Suns with with one more dynamic player. Um, so we need to find him a free agency. I like T.J. Warren, but we traded him for a flat screen, right? So he's not there anymore. <laughs> right. So we have to find another guy that can put up twenty a game. Uh, alongside Devin Booker. And now, okay, so now there's like, okay, like we're saying, their their, their situation is going to be depending on what they do with all their pieces. Like you said, I, I agree with what you say when you say what they had in that bubble, they should try to keep that core together. But yes. from a salary standpoint, maybe it might be impossible to keep that some of those guys there. Like, I mean, for instance, when you look at Dario Sarge, I think he's the guy, he should be their signing in free agency, actually, I think. Because yeah. the new Dario, what he did in that bubble, is definitely the new Dario from the guy that they actually went out and got the first time. So I think they should keep him. But there's some rumors yeah. going around that they got their eyes on uh, Davis Bertans from Washington Wizards. And if he's Ooh. going, Davis Davis Bertans, the, the little shooter, the tall 6'10 shooting uh, power forward that can shoot threes Man, pretty good. And, and see, there you go. But, does you, but I'm glad you said that because earlier when you just said <laughs> when you said that they always make that move. But why are there? Why are they eyes on this guy? And he is the same type of player that they have in Frank. They got in in Dario. They got in in in, in Cam playing at power forward. They got the guys. Why are they looking at yeah. this guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. But it's man. it's it's rumored, know. it's rumored. But they are they 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 had the eyes. I mean, at the beginning of the week, they had the eyes on of on on Fred Van Vliet from from the Raptors. Saying yeah, that, yeah, he he would be a great uh, pickup, and he's 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 actually who I've been hearing. Okay, that the Suns are targeting Fred right, Fred right. Van Vliet. So uh, we do need a, a point guard that can consistently shoot the ball, and he's one of the better shooters. Correct. in the NBA. So Fred Van Vliet. Would be a great addition to our team. Um, you know, With I the, like DeAndre Aiden down low, right? And just keep building around those three guys, and I, and I think we we got something special. We we got some special young talent. 
Yeah, man, I hope they do it right. James Jones got a lot of good decision-making to do in this one, bro. Yes, uh, he does. I mean, from a salary cap standpoint, I mean, even with that number 10 pick overall, I mean, what are they going to do with that? And they, you know right. how their M.O., their, his M.O. has been the last few years is get me some college guys that got that three to four years experience. He doesn't want that 18 and 17 or 18, 19-year-old kid to come in. They're going to try to get that that season guy if not move that pick and try to get somebody like you said a veteran in here but uh yeah uh one other guy that my co-host on uh, my uh my night show on the casual sports show says that his 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 the guy he would want to see with us would be Serge Ibaka and I'm like okay but Serge Ibaka would be a, a good fit but I'm still like I'm saying is we already have that guy on the team if we keep him yeah, and so it's yeah. gonna man, it's gonna be interesting to see how they do. But I want to I want to talk about our profile guy that and it, our profile player for the Suns today is this guy. And forward six ten from Croatia, number twenty, Dario Saric. Super Dario, El Saric pulls him deep, and Dario connects from downtown. Beautiful move there from Dario Saric. This guy, I'm telling you, when they got him, I was like, here's another big man just shooting outside. And then when that bubble got started, I, I didn't even recognize him. I was like, who is that <laughs> in the paint? <laughs> that dude was muscling fools in the paint. He was like, you know, he wasn't settling no more for that three. He was going down low, m- moving people. And I'm like, okay, well, there, there's our guy right there. Well, what do we need to go out and get anybody else for? He's got a qualifying uh, – he's got a, a underlying – I mean, a qualifying offer of about five mil that I know he's not going to sign. So he's going to probably go out there and see what he's worth on the market, and the Suns can match it. I'm thinking, man, they should match it. If they got that 30 mil in cap space, they should match it for this guy and make him their their offseason free agent. Wait, now, who are you talking about again? Dario Saric. Dario Saric. Oh, Dario Saric. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. the, the yeah. guy, the kid is averaging double figures and seven or eight rebounds a night, and he, that that's increased from, I mean, from the season in, in the bubbler, two different Darios. So, I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's just, I just feel like the Suns have a clutter, a clutter box right there in that forward area, and, and they keep adding and keep changing and keep adding, but they don't stick to one guy. And I think if you stick – keep with this guy because he's with this team as far as the continuity and the, what they built in that bubble. I think he was a major part of that. Yeah, I think so too. You know, he, he, he showed me a lot in, in, in Philadelphia as well as Minnesota. Okay. And when he came here, I, I just think he's a quintessential uh, swing man. Okay. Power forward. And he can, you know, go inside, outside, hit the three, play good defense, great team guy. He's 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 the type of player that we need on our squad uh, if we want to build for the future. So I think James Jones is going to keep continuing to add glue guys, add smart players, add team players around a superstar like Devin Booker. Okay. And you know we're 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 building in in, in the right direction. I hope so. <laughs> I mean, we saw the results of it for sure. It does look like that, but I hope that you know because you. You never are going to be the exact same team transitioning to the next season. You never are the exact same team. Somewhere you got to tweak something. So my mom hoping they just leave a foundation there and then just tweak the outside, like you said, and put a few pieces here and there. For one piece, I want to I want to talk about real quick. What do you think about Carter, uh, Javon, Javon Carter having a a one point eight qualifying offer? And he's going to test free agency, I'm sure. But if they if the Suns can match whatever they he would get, or do you, should they bring him back? 
as a backup point guard. I like team. Javon Carter. I mean, man. I love it. You can't buy that energy nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. Especially at 1.8. Go yeah. ahead and grab him. Hell He's yeah. He's a guy that you want on the team because he can come in, run offense, play tough defense. Yep. Uh, he may be your second or third guard off the bench, but he's going to be a, a excellent guy in practice in the locker room. Right. He, like I say, come down, knock down shots. He's he's, he's improved his jump shot. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, he's my fellow um, alma mater, too. We both went to yeah. the Lazo East High School. So yeah, I know. I got his back. <laughs> exactly. I got his back. And uh, yeah. I want him to stay here in Phoenix. Absolutely. I, I, and I agree with that. I, I want him to – he shouldn't go anywhere. You can't buy yeah. that energy, yeah. man. You got to have a guy like that on every good team going into a playoff series. Um. Here's that point at the time of the show, man, where you give us the the Stephen Hunter information about where we can get in touch with you with this camp and stuff and give the people the address or where, not the address, but where they can get in touch Thank with you, you for the camp. <laughs> so, guys, right now I'm looking for volunteer coaches. Uh, oh, snap. We're growing at a fast rate, so I need some volunteer coaches. So please email me at s. Hunter, H-U-N-T-E-R, sons, S-U-N-S, at gmail.com if you're interested in coaching. Uh, we also are adding more spots to our 12U team. So if you have a fifth grader, um, please let us know. We would be happy to add him to our traveling club team. So, Ooh. and you, you can look at, you can find me on my website, shbatraining.com. Look over the website. If you like it, sign your kid up. We practice out here in Gilbert, Arizona, so I'm looking forward to seeing you guys. Thanks wow. a lot. That's dope. That's dope. So what's the experience for coaching? What you looking for? I'm just looking for a young, energetic uh, person, man. Okay. Like, they don't have to know a lot about X's and O's, okay. but what I need is someone that's going to motivate the kids, someone that's energetic, someone that's going to be a big brother to these kids and teach them the right way to 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 be on and off the court. That's all I'm looking for. Man, I, I might have to jump in that a little bit. That sounds pretty yeah. cool. That sounds pretty yeah. cool. But yeah, yeah all right, Sons Nation, you heard it. That's what's going down. And you can catch me also on social media under Casual underscore E at on Twitter and Earl Burnett on Facebook. And this has been another one of our uh, another show for the Believe podcast network the hottest podcast network out there on the web right now and it's it's worldwide it's not just arizona it's everywhere worldwide so uh keep listening sons nation let's build this thing up and we will catch you guys on the up and up next week from earl burnett one and only Stephen hunter we'll catch you next week sons nation out see you. all right Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.